gals, guys, and non-binary pals. Welcome to episode one of Queerocracy. My name is Niha Haldo, and I'll be your host. In this episode, I'll be exploring the depths of the Black Lives Matter movement and tying it all back to the importance of minority representation in federal office. So as I stated in the previous episode, Stonewall, which occurred in 1969 and is usually deemed the start of the queer equality riots, wouldn't have been possible without the civil rights movement that came right before it. And adding on to that, a prominent leader in Stonewall was Marsha P. Johnson, who was both Black and trans. Black Lives Matter is for equality and not for superiority, and I feel like that's a misconception that a lot of people take to heart. And I decided to start here in terms of this podcast because of recent events like the brutal murder of George Floyd, which has brought um, attention back to the topic. And as part of the queer community, I feel like we really need to stand with our Black brothers and sisters. So personally, I'd just like to state that I'm not Black, so I don't understand the core of racism or discrimination and suffering against African Americans in this country, and I personally don't face the worst of it. But I do recognize it, and I do choose to stand up against it. So to better understand this topic and grasp another um, opinion on it, I've invited Elizabeth Jameson onto this episode. She's a WWP North 2020 grad, congratulations, and an incoming freshman at the Mercer County Community College in hopes to transfer to a four-year in the future. She is African-American and identifies as bisexual. All right, so I thought that a good place to start would be a more recent topic. So as a queer Black woman, what did you initially feel when you saw the video of George Floyd's murder? Do you think justice was served? Uh, I still don't think there's like this recent video that went out that one of the police officers were there. It wasn't the one kneeling on his neck, but it was the one just standing outside. I think he was black. Yeah. And he went to the grocery store and some woman came up to him and he's just like, I guess, roaming free. And I don't know. Yeah. So justice has not been served. So they only charged one of the officers. I feel that they should charge every other officer who was there because they were just staying there doing nothing while this man was dying and he wasn't able to breathe for eight minutes so i feel like the only way justice will be served is if they charge all the officers yeah and just adding on to that like for the brianna taylor murder none of officers have been charged yet and just one of them were fired and that's it so i don't think justice was served either and so i was like honestly astonished when i watch that video and when I watch every other video that's out there honestly with police brutality and I myself am already scared to just like talk to the cops because I'm brown and I'm a girl and I'm gay so I just like I'm already fearful but I can't even imagine being black in America just because it's so hard I feel like you get a lot of discrimination towards you and people are just blatantly racist and have you ever felt attacked or I mean verbally or emotionally through any of these videos or anyone personally I would say I feel attacked but the thing is I'm so used to seeing this that like even when I saw his video Mm -hmm. it didn't like affect me emotionally until like maybe a while ago because the first police brutality thing I've seen was with um 
Trayvon Martin, and I was like, yeah. elementary school. That's the first one that really impacted me. And since I've seen it for like a long time, and it's been happening for years, I'm yeah. like sadly used to it. I shouldn't be, but like it doesn't surprise me anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess that's like a sad reality, and it really shouldn't be like that. And I feel like there's so much more that we can do as like part of another minority group, just being LGBTQ+. We should just all support Black people. And like I said earlier, Stonewall, which is literally the start of the LGBTQ plus movement, wouldn't have happened without a trans Black woman. So I'm like astonished that there are people who are part of this minority and don't support the Black Lives Matter movement. And I just think it's it's ridiculous. And going off of that, what's your opinion of what President Trump has done so far about the riots? He has done absolutely nothing, <laughs> even when he talked about it, he avoided it. He did not say the word protest, or not even talk about the reason why we were protesting. He was just like, oh, the police officers are doing a great job and maintaining the riots. But the thing is, all we want is for the police officers to get charged. It's not that hard to do it. There is so much evidence they have. Like, what else do they need to charge them? And they're not doing it. It's so simple. Yeah. Yeah. And I completely agree with you. And I think that backs up on like how President Trump has so many sexual assault allegations against him and there's nothing being done about it. And that kind of like builds off of exactly what we're talking about here. Just because these people are cops and because they're white, there's nothing that's being done against them. And it's really terrible to watch and it's terrible to live, honestly. So are you personally afraid to call the police or if you're ever put in danger? Oh, of course. I mean, I've never been pulled to the side by a police officer, but it's just knowing that it's like, I might say something by accident, next thing you know, I could be killed. Yeah. Because the cop did what they're doing. Like, it's scary to think about. But it's not even just thinking about myself. It's more of thinking about, like, my uncles and my little brother. I'm in that situation. I think about more than me being put in that situation. Yeah. And I think it's honestly really bad because... I personally have a lot of friends who are African-American, and it just scares me that when I started driving as well, if they're in the driver's seat and I'm in the passenger side, I know that a lot of them will ask me to switch out with them if a police officer pulls us over. And that's not only scary for me, it's a lot more scary for them. And it's just, it shouldn't be that way. We're literally living in a nation that's coded in racism, and I think there's just so much more that we could do about it. And going off of that, if you were president for a day, what would you change? I would change that every the least in police brutality be charged and fired. I'm gonna need Trump to make new laws because, like, a couple of weeks ago, AB saw a thing Trump was trying to basically make allow doctors and nurses to discriminate against LGBTQ. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. men. I mean, that didn't pass, but the fact that he was even trying to do that. Yeah. Like, with Obama, he wasn't the greatest president, mm-hmm. but he did allow the LGBTQ to ma- get married. That's a big achievement, especially in the U.S., because there's still so many homophobes and people who are against it and who are only saying it to get voter- voters. And the fact that he was just trying to, like, regress the, pro- the process that they've already made, and it, t- it took a long time. Since, since the 60s, they've been fighting just for equal rights to everyone else. And he was trying to take that away with health care. Another thing I would change is just, like, he had a rally recently, mm-hmm. and he was talking about, oh, I need to have more black voters. Like, what is there to lose? Y'all are poor. Y'all don't have that good education system. He's the president. It's his job to change that or fix it. 
Why are you trying to use that as an argument against the black people when you're the person who should be helping us out? Yeah, I saw an image recently that was just like all of President Trump's interns and all of Obama's interns. And it was just that like Obama's interns were so diverse. There were Muslims, there were Indians, there were black people, there were white people. There was no discrimination. And all of Trump's interns, most of them were men and most of them were also white. And it's honestly so ridiculous to just think that there's so many policies against minorities and it's 2020. It's not the 1960s. It's not before the 1960s either. I feel like it's really just horrible that African Americans are still fighting for equality. I hate when people come up to me and they're like, oh, but like they already have equality because this is not equality. This racial no, like not. injustice. Yeah, it isn't. And it's just how do you still support a president who's going completely against a race against African-Americans. He's choosing not to say anything. And I think that everyone who's queer, if you're not going to support Black Lives Matter, you can't support LGBTQ rights either. It was minorities pushing for Stonewall for them to just get basic human rights. If you're mm-hmm. not with us, you can't be, I mean, part of the LGBTQ because we're the ones who fought for you to have, you know, the rights you have today. It's not a lot, but there's it's better than what it was in the 1960s mm-hmm. so if you don't agree with the black lives matter movement you can't really agree with like the lgbtq movement we're basically fighting for the same thing the only difference is that they're fighting for the people that they love we're fighting for just our people in general and even with like the rioting people are like the rioting they're like destroying our country yada yada even some people from the lgbtq were saying that and i'm like stonewall was riots Stonewall was riots. It was, it was it was riots. So how do you support Stonewall but don't support the riots? Like I understand you don't want like violence. I get that. But if people are mad, they're gonna do whatever they want because they're mad. You can't stop them. Yeah, every single minority group that's living in America today has to support the Black Lives Matter movement because most of them wouldn't have been possible without the movement altogether. So, like, what's the entire point? And it's the same thing with the women's rights movement, too. Trans women, any woman who's living in America today wouldn't have their voting rights or wouldn't have equality at all if it wasn't for the civil rights movement back then. And I also saw a video earlier today, which was a white person who um, said that they were conservative but also supports the LGBTQ plus movement, but is also a xenophobe. So... Can you support a man that doesn't support the LGBTQ? He can care less about them. Honestly, he can care less about us. He doesn't care. He mm-hmm. just needs more voters so he, to be, so he can have another term. Yeah. If you did not notice, he's been trying to take away rights from the LGBTQ for the longest. Mm-hmm. He tried to do it a couple weeks ago and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And you're still supporting the man? What's stupid is that it's not even just LGBTQ plus people. He is hating on African Americans and he's also hating on women. There's been many female reporters who've been trying to talk to him and trying to get answers out of him respectfully and he's turned them down he's our president we live in a democracy and he's still our president and i don't think that makes any sense at all it was so rude it was so rude and he's been racist on multiple occasions and the the fact that he's just not trying to work for equality and he's not trying to get it together and get america to step forward it's just it's really holding us back there's many other nations out there especially in europe who's already a full democracy and just believe in rights for everyone. And there is barely any discrimination. And I feel like we could be doing so much better. I thought we were like first world, but we're acting like a developing country right now. There's this uh, YouTube video I was watching before. Mm-hmm. And it was basically, 
this guy interviews people in Korea about George Floyd situation because they know about it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were like, oh, we thought America was great. And it was like, you know, the leader of everything and that everything was fine over there. It was perfect. You know, land of the free, home of the brave mm-hmm. type stuff. And then they're like, after the situation, we realized that they still had racial injustice over there. And the only ones who said, oh, no, it's been like that for the longest are the ones who actually visited the U.S. Mm-hmm. So I was like, even hearing that from the other people out of this country is so embarrassing. Like, it is so embarrassing. It is so embarrassing. And people are so patriotic to live here. Mm-hmm. What about the U.S. is patriotic? We still have so many issues that yeah. we talk about that people don't want to talk about. We've been fighting for these issues for I don't know how long. Mm-hmm. And they still have yeah, like I personally, I love to live here and I love our country and I'm extremely patriotic myself, but I can't justify the things that are going on right here, right now. And and people still are like, you know, like, he doesn't mean no harm. It was probably just an accident, you know, president, yada, yada, yada. He has no excuse not to know what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. If he has the potential to take over his own business, then I'm sure he can respect women, and I'm sure he has the brain capacity to respect other minorities as well, and he's just not doing it. Most of America are people of color. If he really wants everyone to vote, he has to at least reach out to every different side, and he's not doing that. He doesn't care about the other sides. Yeah, I agree. The thing is with Hillary versus Trump, and then even now Biden versus Trump, mm-hmm. it's basically picking which one's kind of okay. Yeah, just picking like which ones we can justify and which ones we can agree with, and it's kind of bad. I think we need more queer and minority representation in like Congress and like Senate. I feel like that would just be a lot more powerful, and I feel like it would be a lot more easier to fight for, like fight against discrimination and fight against people who are racist, and. I feel like we should just encourage more people to run for Congress and to run for Senate. And I feel like that's really important. Oh, I completely agree. Because there's only a couple of us, and that doesn't do that much. Mm-hmm. People of color. I'm mean, from, like, everything. Yeah. So we need different point of views besides the white point of view. Yeah. We need different it's point of views. It's not helping us deal with anything. Also, it's just, even in the White House, Trump would. I remember one time, I think this was a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. he was trying to talk about how, you know, he's very welcoming and open to different races, but mm-hmm. the White House isn't diverse. The White House isn't. So how are you going to be a perfect example of, oh, I'm culturally diverse and yet don't have that many people of color working for you? Yeah, exactly. And there's so much that people of color and people of other minorities can offer. They do, and they don't realize because to come around and he needs to realize that maybe fixing the immigration system would be better than discriminating against immigrants altogether. I think 
the main point that we can get from this discussion is that we need someone who is more open-minded and more lenient in House and in Senate and in the Congress. I've started to lose faith just in America and how we perceive other minority groups. And I honestly think that we're so much better than this. So we need to get it together as America. And with that, I'd like to say thanks to Liz for coming in on this podcast because it was really exciting to have an interviewee. So thank you, Liz. And as we discussed together, minority representation in this case isn't so much a matter of equality as it is a matter of life or death. I mean, think about it for a second. African Americans are being murdered and it's important that we come together to protest and we come together to make a difference within this nation. With everything that's already happened, including the African Americans alongside the LGBTQ plus community that have fought for equality over centuries, a more diverse Congress, a more diverse cabinet, a more diverse House of Representatives would all lead eventually to a better future with less discrimination and more role models who are willing to fight instead of shy away at the thought of fighting for rights. And I'm not going to tell you who to vote for because I believe wholeheartedly that that's your decision. But I think it's important to recognize that a leader is someone who leads by example. And I feel like our current leader is not someone who's willing to be more open-minded towards these kinds of situations and isn't willing to lead as a role model. The only thing I can urge you to do, however, is to make the right choice. So please do take action. Although Mr. Floyd's murders have already been charged, there are plenty others out there who need your help. So sign petitions, protest, donate to the Black Lives Matter movement. There's also many other organizations out there, such as ones for Black Trans Lives Matter and bail funds that we can all get together and encourage donations for. And with that, thanks for listening in and stay tuned for more on the politics of being queer.